Hello and welcome to the Get Spanish Football News Show. My name is Tom Hay and I'm joined here in Madrid by Daniel O'Dwyer for episode number 25 and the last La Liga preview of the season. Welcome back, Daniel. Thank you. Good to be home. Yeah, good to be home. Yeah, good to have you back. It's been a, been a little while. It's been three weeks or so. So, yeah, great to have you back here. Before we start, we'd like to remind you that the support for the Get Spanish Football News Show is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's blow-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels and is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. You can join the movement for all your below-the-waist grooming needs. Those of you living in the UK and Ireland can also get 20% off and free delivery with the code GSFN at manscaped.com. By the way, just a side issue, this also works for your face as well. Probably probably wouldn't mix and match myself, but yeah, it could Cleaning is important. Yeah. Cleaning is very important. But I think that kind of goes without saying. We trust the intelligence of the of the listeners of, of the show. So, yes, uh, <laughs> those who live in the UK and Ireland can get 20% off and free delivery. Okay, back to La Liga, which goes into the final match day this weekend. And it hasn't half been exciting. Atletico have won the league 10 times in their history. Nine out of 10 of those league wins came on the last day. They don't do it the easy way. This year, if they should they win, will be absolutely no exception. I don't know about you, but that game at the weekend was the most fun I've had watching football. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. a long time. Oh, it's, it was it was very emotional. I mean, if they gone if they gone one nil up, it wouldn't have been half as exciting as, as them going one nil down and then and then crawling back in the last bringing it back in the last ten minutes. It, al- it almost had to happen that way, didn't it? Yeah, oh, it's, it's classic, classic Atletico. Like they don't they don't like they haven't liked to make it easy for themselves all season. But uh, one thing as well, though, I mean, people, I mean, people who didn't watch the game might think, oh, Atletico were lucky, like they got away with one. But just, just to be clear, they absolutely didn't. It was quite the opposite. Like from minute one, they were just on the attack. They could have scored two or three in the first half, hit the post multiple times. They actually had their most most attempts had in forty five minutes since the 03-04 season. Sixteen <laughs> attempts in the first half. So I mean, the goal, the goal was definitely coming. There were lots of people on uh, on Twitter and stuff like that just during the game saying this is like an absolute onslaught. You know, they must have had about fifteen or sixteen shots in the in the first half, and it was about sixteen. That's a yeah, record. Sixteen. That was it. It yeah. must be. I mean, yeah, it must have been one of the best, the best first halves they've had all season, if not if not the best. To be fair. And yet they didn't uh, didn't take the lead. Actually, fell behind. It was just it almost seemed inevitable. Just the longer it went on, the more it seemed it's like they're gonna make this really difficult for themselves. And sure enough, it, it did happen. What's some of the reaction been on the press and on social media, and, and what kind of stuff has has come out after this game about the win? I mean, one thing there was there was an article about. Um, so yeah, they went went one of them seventy fifth, which first of all I actually thought was I thought originally it was an unbelievable save from Oblak. From the header, but it just just had just crossed the line. But uh, a couple minutes later, they they took uh, took a little water break, which Simeone was very unhappy about. Was going going mad because apparently the temperature didn't didn't wasn't necessary with the didn't temperature at the it. time. Yeah, didn't warrant it exactly. And he was like, they were kind of just killed the momentum. They were on the attack trying to get the goal back. But you can hear him as well. He said to the players like, keep keep your head basically just keep relax, stay mentally strong. He said, like, el gol va, va a venir. Um, goal's coming. Yeah, he said the goal's coming. He said, if we if we go level, we will win. And that's that's what happened in the end. And it was a subs- substitute as well. Lottie who scored the first. So, I mean, it was, yeah, it was just, it was unbelievable. Great goal coming in from the left as well. And uh, just, they really didn't give up. And obviously, Simeone, as you mentioned, was worried about that interruption, that they interrupted their momentum and stuff like that. But they, they really did keep the head and... It's a bit of a cliche, but it's the mark of champions to do that, you know, to 
to win these kind of games, you know, to come back when it when it really really matters. And uh, you mean you were talking about this Koke voice message that's been doing the rounds uh, yeah. in the media recently, very much kind of sort of sums that up. That that, that yeah, that feeling. the the mentality of just just coming back. Yeah, like the, the yeah the Koke voice message after the after the last Bilbao that was kind of doing the rounds on social media, in basically saying we are. Like, effing Atleti, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are we are effing Atleti. Like this is the club we are. Like some of the quotes he said, like the easier it is, the worse. He said we're we're gonna win this league. No one believes in us, and that's when we do things best. So it's I mean he's, he's kind of right as well. Yes, yeah. There was a that amazing stat about just how often uh, Atletico uh, sort of pull out the hat, and uh, it was great to see that Koke is a fan. You know, I think we we don't. We often think that there's a, too much of a distance between modern footballers and, and their fan base, but in this voice message, Koke literally he, he lists off all the times where Atletico yeah. have come from behind and yeah, against the adversity and all that kind of stuff. He, he mentions the uh, he mentions, for example, the the Copa del Rey, twenty thirteen, the league in twenty fourteen, where they they came back to to draw against yeah, Barcelona yeah. with the with the the, the Woodin header, all these Champions League. Uh, quarter and semi-finals that they've had Anfield yeah. you know these, these these are really defining moments in, in the history of, of Simeone as Atletico and it was great to see that Koke's oh, you could just hear the emotion as well and the passion he wasn't just wasn't just reading listing off things as well it was just the emotion and everything oh, yeah. it, was, it was great that was great but even even this season like they've had they've certainly had their ups and downs I mean they had the the penalty, couple of penalties the 91st minute penalty for Fidel Chavez yeah. uh Against Elche, they were only one nil up. They had a penalty as well. He hit the post. They had a penalty as well against Alaves in the eighty-six minute. They were one nil up, and Old Black made a save for that. So I mean, they've, yeah, they've, um, yeah, made a few, few comebacks. Not sorry, not not comebacks, but they've they've had their ups and downs. Yeah, they've had their ups and downs. It looked like it was, uh, you know, we said this many times. It looked like it was slipping away from them, and just these last few games, there have been a couple of key actors we're going to talk about Carrasco later I yeah. think he's been a very very important player obviously Suarez as well more than more than a few things to say about him Correa as well Correa has been unbelievable he's scored four four in the last month when Suarez has kind of has kind of gone off it a bit yeah he's been very important yeah, the weekend as well he looked great could have scored one or two but didn't score but yeah exactly I think everybody really did pull together and it was again it would have been a, a kind of a freak result had had they not won let's be honest but yeah. looking ahead to Valladolid versus Atletico I've been waiting all week for Zidane and Real Madrid to challenge uh, to sort of channel his inner Kevin Keegan and say <laughs> they have to go to Valladolid and get something you know they have to go there and, and, and take three points to guarantee the league so far he's been keeping very uh, very quiet on that front, he's been keeping the mind games to a minimum. As unlikely as it seems, do you think Vidalid could be a potential stumbling block? They're playing to stay up, remember. It's not a dead rubber for them. That's it. I mean, on paper, they're sat at 19th. They've lost their last three, conceded nine and scored one. I mean, it should be should be an easy game on paper. I think Atletico will do it, but Vidalid will give it everything they have to try and stay up. Yeah. And uh, Zidane, Zidane's pal, El Ronaldo, Brazilian Ronaldo, the, the the owner, the owner of Adelaide will will want to do them a favour, but I mean it's it's going to be an interesting game. But I think Atletico, if they don't beat them, they don't they don't really deserve the league. I mean they they should beat them. Yeah, as much as they like give 
this is the thing we, we we don't like to write anybody off nor should you ever write anybody off but to give you some idea about why they have been written off by the lead it's not just that they've had a bit of a dodgy run of form or something like that the fact is that it's been a horrendous season yeah. for them uh, they've won just one of the last 20 games it's just not the form of a team if you're wanting to stay up it's not the kind of form that you need however if you're Sergio the by the lead manager that surely has to be the, the message in training this week everyone's written us off uh, let's forget about what happened the other day against Sotheadad that was humiliating that was terrible but we win this there's a chance we could stay up if the other results go away I think that has to be the the, the message but yeah it would be one hell of a story it yeah. would be one hell of an upset I mean crazy things have happened but it would be massive upset but I don't know just Atletico they're just they're so for this and the way they played last week, if they play anything like they played last week, I don't see a way that they that they won't win. That's it. Yep. Okay. Well, should be interesting. Uh, Real Madrid. Onto Real Madrid. What are the papers saying about Real Madrid this week? It's been very much focused on Atletico, what they've achieved, what they're playing for at the weekend. Um, but I mean, what's everybody saying about Real Madrid? Big story, I guess, is about Zidane, mm-hmm. who has announced announced before the Seville game that he's leaving, which was interesting. Interesting timing. Very bad timing, yeah. you'd have to say, especially knowing what we know about the, the Sevilla result. Uh, this game against BRL could be his last. It was reported uh, across Spanish media that Zidane is set to leave at the end of this season, which effectively means a Sunday, because they're out of the, the, the tournaments yeah. and things. Um, timing of this was very strange. It was Onda Cero reported at the beginning of this week that uh, Zidane had said to the changing room on well, uh, a couple of Sundays ago, before that on the, the 9th of May this game against Sevilla that he was going to leave and you wonder why he did it before this game because it was a, you know, an absolute crunch game and yeah. they didn't win it they, they drew very well could have you know very easily could have lost very very strange time in the, the whole thing now, it's even more of a shot because he's got that contract until 2022 but he basically just came out and said yeah I think we need to kind of put an end to this if you know it's time for the change at the club and it's yeah. time for me to leave that was it he was kind of being asked about it and he said oh I'm, I'm not doing it to get rid of any responsibility because things are difficult I'm doing it for the sake of the team for the sake of the players for the sake of the club and yeah I mean you wonder it is it is strange strange timing I mean you wonder is he it's kind of it's, we've seen it before where his job's kind of been in danger and then I think it was before the Sevilla game the last time they played them his job was very much in danger and then he came out and beat beat Sevilla beat Atletico and beat Munch um, and Gladbach mm-hmm. in, in the same yeah, week kind of, kind of saved his job so I mean imagine now he's, he's come out and said that and then they go and win the league and then all of a sudden yeah but um, yeah it's interesting if he's, if he's doing it to get a get a reaction from the players yeah you, you just never know with these kind of things it could work um, you know, it could could have worked. It could have gone completely differently against against Sevilla. But it, if it was a plan, it sort of backfired. So. Yeah. Oh, we were watching that together. Yeah, that was, that was a crazy <laughs> game. <laughs> and they were lucky enough to get the draw. Very lucky to get the draw in the end. To be fair. Definitely. Um, possible replacements. It's not like Barcelona, where a bunch of names have been floated around. It seems to be Raúl. Yeah. Is the, the favorite the, to come and step the in? Favorite. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what to make of that. Obviously, a fan favorite of that, but fairly inexperienced I mean he's managing the Castilla in the in Segunda Real Madrid Castilla but it's a 
bit of, bit of a jump from that. I mean, I, I don't know. He's obviously he's Real Madrid DNA and everything, but I don't know if that's enough to, to take over the, the senior squad. No. Yeah, but I think the the same thing was said about Zidane, and you know, a lot of people really, really doubted him. Thought that he was just again a, a temporary thing, and uh, ended up being very, very. You know, it's been a very, very successful two yeah. stints that he's had there. So I mean, if it pays off. Unbelievable, but it's yeah. Right now, we can we can say that it's it's definitely a bit of a risk. That's it. Uh, final word on the the title race. You know that I don't like to make predictions, but history is most definitely on Atletico's side here. Um, for all we're aware of their ability to kind of blow it right at the depth, uh, at the death. Sorry, they're actually incredibly consistent going into the last day in this kind of scenario. Whenever Atletico have gone into the last day as leaders, have never lost. Um, they've gone into the last day as leaders in nine of their ten league titles. You have to go back to the Franco dictatorship, nineteen thirty nine to forty season, um, when Atletico Abiathion, as they were known then, were level on points with Sevilla, behind on head to head. That was the only time they won the league, going in like second on the last yeah. day. Uh, Sevilla drew three three at home to Hercules and Atletico beat Valencia two 0 to win the league. So they came behind that time. The, another season, 1977, they'd won the league on the penultimate day at the Bernabeu against against Real Madrid on San Isidro, which is like the day of Madrid as well. So love to hear that. Very very memorable kind of day, but they they never leave it. Uh, that's the earliest they've they've left it to win the league, the penultimate day. They love a late finish, but they tend to do well uh, being in the situation when they're when they're league Suarez, leaders. Suarez loved the late finish as well last weekend. Oh, <laughs> great! Well, well, we'll get on to uh, Suarez later. We're going to talk about his old team though just now because Barcelona. We have to mention this kind of end of season collapse. Yeah, well, I was wrong. <laughs> I'll be the <laughs> first did to you say, say that. What did you say? <laughs> For months I've said the Barca would win the league and now they absolutely haven't won the league. They've been knocked out of the title race by none other than Luis Suarez. Yeah. To confirm it. I mean, they've just they've had a crazy season. I mean, on on and off the pitch, everything with Messi, everything with Barca Gate, off the pitch, but on the pitch, I mean, it was there their worst start of the season in 30 years, 26, 30, more or less 30 years anyway. Then all of a sudden, from New Year, from January until El Clasico in the middle of April, they only dropped two points. And that was when I was sure, just that run of form. I just didn't think they were going to drop many points at all. Um, and then in the last five games, they, they're the first joint fifth worst team in the league <laughs> with Bilbao. They're only, only behind Osasuna, Valladolid, Levante and Granada. Which is outrageous. They've it's, got five points from 15 in the just, last five just, games. It's just that last month, isn't it? It's just absolutely killed it. And uh, it's interesting that a lot of talk about, about Kumin now, what his future is going to be at the uh, at the club. He said publicly that he thinks that he's done a good job. And he said on various occasions that given the situation that you just mentioned, the situation when he took over, uh, he's achieved a lot. The fact is, though, that very few people are going to agree with him there. I think um, I think it's it's a very unpopular opinion, but has he done a, a good I'd, job? I'd be nearly inclined to agree with him. I mean, just given given the circumstances, I think he's done all right. Obviously, there was a slow start. I mean, <laughs> it's a big a big ask to say if you take away the slow start and the last month, he's done a great job. <laughs> I mean, obviously there was a slow start, but there were a lot of things going on with Messi. I don't know, Messi wanted to leave originally when he came into the club and everything, and I think he's kind of dealt with the the off field problems well enough to a degree. And then just the five months of in the new year, they were absolutely unbelievable. And mm. then the last month has really just kind of ruined the season. I mean, if a couple of results go differently, 
they could have won the league easily Copa del Rey as well and he's had a fantastic season yeah exactly yeah it was there was talk of the double at the end of April yeah. and you really you go back to that Granada game 29th of April Atletico were stumbling Madrid looked out of it at that stage yeah um, and Barcelona looked like they were in control of the week and they were it was sort of in their hands at that point and they just yeah just uh, these last few results would you say joint fifth worst in the league that's it I mean he's got I mean Messi for the last few months obviously has been absolutely unbelievable but he's got a couple of other players like De Jong I think has been playing Great. so much better under under him even Dembele is playing a bit better and, and Griezmann has been performing better under Koeman so I mean he's got players playing I think the defence is the only real issue like in the last five games well they had the nil all draw with Atletico but in the other four of those five they've scored eight which is fair enough but they've conceded nine which is fairly shocking so PK was out for long enough though yeah. there as well so I mean it's, you've got to kind of take that into account one thing you would say about Koeman is he's not been afraid to stamp his authority in a way on yeah. the team right from the first moment he, he's done things exactly the way that he wants to do them and uh, I would say it's paid off he's won the Copa del Rey from a standing start yeah um, could very easily have won the league and that would have been one hell of an achievement if they managed to win that double and I think you know there's a, there's a they've got a trophy in the cabinet a new trophy in the cabinet this season that that has to be a positive thing I don't think anybody can say it's had a bad season so could it have gone better yeah absolutely you look at it let's if Real don't win the league which I don't think they will yeah Barca Barca have a trophy and Real don't as well so I mean you could say they've had a better season than Real yeah provided they don't win the league that's it uh, just on the future of of coming um, if you're just looking at the the kind of pure stats as Barcelona's last third place to finish uh, ended with a second of Frank Rackard in 08 looks like they're probably going to well they'll probably finish third tier I doubt that they'll lose yeah. against A-Bar third is, third is best case scenario but yeah, yeah but like, sure that, that, that was our last third place finish Rackard uh, was sacked in that in 2008 OK Diario reported on Wednesday morning that Laporta would like to see the back of Koeman uh, the title they ran with was Laporta doesn't want Koeman but you can't find a successor <laughs> um, this could funny, be a problem funny time of that because uh, Xavi is on holidays in Barcelona at the moment could just be a coincidence yeah it probably is I mean that's that's where he's from and it's, it's his time off <laughs> it's probably just coincidence yeah but that was the that was the the article anyway in, in Marca inverted commas on holidays yeah I mean I think they would they would be looking at Xavi but he's also just signed a contract I think it was last week until 2023 with Al Sadd so I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. And the money issue is the thing we all know, like Barcelona's money situation. If you were to take Chabi, you'd have to pay all sad money. And also, if they were to sack Cumin now, there's a clause in his contract that would require an entire year's wages to be paid to him, which, according to El Pais, is about €5 million. Euros. Wow. So that's like a signing, <laughs> just to get rid of a guy. Plus, to, well, I, I don't know don't know the exact details of the El Sad contract with Chabi, but uh, we all know the dire financial situation that Barca are in at the moment, so... I don't yeah, know. It wouldn't make sense. I mean, he's not done an absolutely diabolical job. So, given the financial state of the club, it would it would make sense to keep him for for a while anyway. Yeah, but yeah, I, mean, look, I would I would keep him personally. Yeah, I'd keep him. I think just based on what we've seen, based on what we just spoke about, I don't think there's any reason not to keep him. But um, I think definitely if you're if you're in two minds about it, the money thing, might force Laporta to kind of backtrack and on whatever comments he's made so far. Um, Okay, before we go into our predictions for the, the last day of the league, if you had to choose some standout performers this season from any team, uh, who would you choose? I mean, <laughs> firstly, it's, you've got to go with Suarez, because if, 
and I hope they will and think they will win the league. Atletico Suarez has been one of, if not the most important players on the team. I mean, his his 20 goals have got them 19 points this season, which is the most joint most with Nesri for for Sevilla in the league. And it's just it's just crazy to think that Barca just let him go for next to nothing last season, and he could has essentially won them the league. He's just scored so many important goals, like last last weekend, for example. But particularly the first half of the season was just in outrageous form and has really, yeah, been just the most vital player in this title race for them. And much has been made of the fact that they they pretty much threw away that lead that they had, that massive lead. But how much of that lead in the first place was due to Suarez? That's it. How much of it was thanks to him and yeah. the way that he was playing? So, yeah, and also winning these little these little stumbling blocks that were the problem last season where when they really could have been in a position to win the league but lost a lot of stupid games or drew a lot of stupid games how many of those points this season have been won by Suarez That's just it. you know scoring against the quote unquote small teams you know, the yeah. less important games with the important goals as well that's it and uh, but yeah I think I think Suarez you've, you've got to have him up there and Barcelona obviously be, be, be kicking themselves a choice I would make uh, in terms of like a, a key player has to be Carrasco I would say uh, he's been massively important especially in the kind of big important games of let's let's say that Suarez has been influential in the games against the, the slightly smaller teams Carrasco's very much a uh, a big game player uh, I would say he's been involved in nine goals in the last seven games to so talk about to use a Ferguson quote squeaky bum time yeah. in the league <laughs> he's been involved in nine goals in the last uh, seven games when it's really mattered for Atletico scored against Barcelona scored against Madrid absolutely outstanding the other day providing the assist for, for Suarez he really looks like he like he wants it and he, you know he's he's been such a big big part of um, of Atletico's kind of recent history he was one that he scored in the Champions League final in 2016 as well so he's yeah. very much a kind of a big game big game player um, and yeah, yeah people might have thought coming back from China he might not have been able to do it but yeah he's been, been unbelievable I think we think that we've got this kind of image of Carrasco that He's, he's a player that wasted two years of his career in China when he should have been at his, uh, his peak or whatever. The thing is, he's 27 now. Um, Diego asked the other day, pointed out that he looks a far more complete player since coming back from China. I don't know. He played about 50 games there. Yeah. Um, I don't know what he did, but he's obviously he's learned something. <laughs> he's come back, I think, more of a kind of well-rounded player. It's great to see him in the national side again as well. Yeah, he's, uh, Martinez has named him for, for the Euros. Yeah, I yeah. Be in that starting eleven, I reckon for the Euros. Yeah, that's it. So, well, you'll be definitely want to watch a really, really talented Belgium team, and it'll be great to see him there. Totally deserves it, uh, in yeah. my opinion, as well. So, yeah, I'd definitely put him up there. Anybody else you would name in your your best team? I mean, it's 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 obviously the the easy pick to say Messi, but he has been just absolutely outrageous, particularly from January until now obviously he had that slow start for the first month or two but I mean he scored 30 goals and 9 assists and the majority of that has come from the period of January to May and he's just been absolutely outrageous every game like he could have a he could have a goal of the season competition on his own this season every game he scored or assisted and scored absolute worldies and yeah he's just been absolutely unbelievable looked back to his best after after the the doubters were were talking at the start of the season yeah so yeah, I mean, despite Barca's third place or fourth place finish, he's just been absolutely yeah, he's for been, as, as good as ever. He's been absolutely fundamental. And uh, yeah, as you say, he could have his own goal of the season contest. We're going to mention what we think is probably his best goal uh, in the season in just a minute. 
also just just to round off this little section, Benzema. Uh, we have to talk about him because this is this is the season of his life, which yeah. is really really impressive. Given that the guys won X amount of Champions League, but and and leagues etc. But on a an individual level, this is the best he's he's played. So important for this uh, Real Madrid team. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, league league and Champions League. And when he was out for a bit, he was really missed. They were struggling to score goals. So no, he's been unbelievable. And if yeah, if they if they win the league in the end, like that'll be largely down to him. That's and it. He's been as important for them as Suarez for Atletico and that with the goals. And he's third top scorer and twenty two in the league and yeah, he's been unbelievable. Just back in just back in the France squad now as well. That's it, yes. Yeah. Well he was he was voted as the the best French player outside of Liga. Yeah. And um he's obviously just been just been absolutely fantastic and I think they shot it obviously just thought not including this guy is just it's something that we can't allow ourselves to, to do that we're not in that not in that kind of position they do have an incredibly strong team France yeah their squad depth I was looking at a picture of it today it's it's outrageous and just the list of the players who weren't picked for for the fixtures oh, I was unbelievable but he's going to he's going to be up there with Griezmann and Mbappe yeah who else have you got up there Marshall I think I don't know if he's going to he's been left out he's well, been left, left out, out. Next, the next games anyway that's just um, incredible that that's just absolutely incredible it just it feels like Coleman Pogba Kante yeah oh, it's, yeah it's just not, 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 not too bad at all um, we kind of knew that he was going to get called back as early as Tuesday morning in the it was Le Parisien the newspaper they said that Noel Legray he's the president of the the French Football Federation he defended the Champs decision to leave him out but he basically came out in the press earlier this week saying that yeah we, we all kind of want to have him back and you know I'm in favour of having him back the, the the head of the federation wouldn't make kind of declarations like that unless he was absolutely sure these guys are quite politically kind of astute I think yeah. when you're at that level so yeah we kind of knew at the beginning of the week he was going to get he was going to come back but it's still a shock because he's been out for so long there yeah. was that game in 2015 was it, uh, Armenia was his last game so he's been out, out of the setup for a long long time so that France team for the for the Euros looking very very strong. Um, just to round off our kind of season uh, sort of summary, goals of the season for you. You mentioned you mentioned Messi's got a few standouts. Yeah, I mean Messi Messi scored so many that I didn't didn't want to just talk about Messi goals. <laughs> but the one against Wesco was I thought was well the two against Wesco to be fair were unbelievable. The first one when that player comes sliding in, he just takes oh just the sneakiest little touch around him and then just floats it top left bends it around the other defender when he's left of the post from outside the box was just I thought that was his best of the season I've watched that about 10 times just today and I still kind of can't figure out how he pulls off that turn yeah. it's like a chip turn spin I don't really know what he does but everything just happens slow motion like he just <laughs> <laughs> sees the player before and even even the second goal in that game was outside the box just passed it into the bottom left corner perfect placement yeah, unbelievable true. yeah amazing so yeah I've got Messi against Wesker definitely YouTube YouTube all of these goals by the way they're all there on the, yeah. on the La Liga highlights yeah Messi versus Wesker any other ones that stand out for you? Uh, Fekir against Levante unbelievable solo goal it takes it takes on the halfway line beats a couple of people little zigzag on the outside edge of the box and then runs through and nuts the keeper as well Carbon copy of Hatim Ben Arfa against Chelsea. Chelsea wasn't it? Few years. Yeah. I don't know. Don't know what year that was, but yeah, very very similar to that goal. Yeah, they, they were calling it a Maradona esque goal. I don't think anybody can compare it. No, that that's the oh, best right. goal ever. We'll just put that one to one side. Yeah. But the very very similar to Ben Arfa's against uh, Chelsea. And what, what about yourself? Any any other picks? I like the 
you mentioned it before the before the show, Kennedy against Villarreal. Quite similar to goal that uh, Zidane scoring against the Czech Republic coming in from the right hand side. Looking like I think a lesser player would have fallen off balance because he's coming in and he's had to kind of dummy past yeah. a couple of guys. He's got to reset himself twice and he just puts his left foot through it and it goes into the... goes bends away from him and goes into the, the, the corner of the net. Yeah. Just absolutely incredible. Very, very similar to, to that Zidango against the Czech Republic. Don't know what year, again, it was. But, yeah, uh, definitely you that one. Kennedy against Real, And, um, yeah, but in the chair. I mentioned this in the last time. <laughs> we had a kind of... I think it was the first that episode was our first you came podcast, on. Yeah, yeah the, first, the first time you came on, the, the Barrena Che against Abar. I just love goals that go in off the bar. I just love it. But it's so special, this one, because it comes in from the corner. It's partially it's partially cleared. I don't know if you. He actually probably does have time to take a touch, but he doesn't bother. Doesn't either. He's, <laughs> again, looking slightly off balance and then just puts his foot through it and it just smashes in off the bar I just love goals do you know what I mean just yeah, that yeah. thing about when they're going off the woodwork satisfaction of winning coming off the bar it's unbelievable glorious Berenche against the Ebar any other goals for you? Um, Sergio Canales for Betis against Valencia I mean you have a caveat about this one? yeah it takes, it takes a slight deflection but there was just something about it work, work from inside the box the end line just a couple of passes back comes down with the edge of the box just a little Chips it, chips it with one foot over the player's foot, coming into tackle, and then like slice volleys it with the other. Takes a little deflection, but just bends between two players into the bottom corner. And I don't know, something about it. I just yeah. I, I enjoyed that a lot. That's it. If you've got ten minutes, YouTube all these goals. It's uh, definitely going to be worth it. Definitely going to be worth it. Okay, predictions for the weekend games. Now we've spoken a lot about the teams up the top. We've touched on the teams down the bottom with by the lead. Um, what do you predict here? Do you think by the lead are, are done for going down? I mean, yeah, I think I think Atletico are gonna are gonna beat them, and I hope they do, and that'll be it then. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a massive ask. They need to win. They need to beat Atletico, and they need the Elche and Wesker results to go their way as well. So I I think by the lead are more or less more or less gone. Yeah, yeah. Just just given the strength of the of the opponent there, uh, they're really really struggling. Wesker. Wesker won two of the last five as of Elche. Yeah. And, you know, they look like they, they just have kind of a bit more about them. Definitely the momentum's there. Vitaly, God knows what their the mental state's going to be going into this. It would be total La Liga history. It would be one of the biggest upsets in, in the history of La Liga uh, and one of the most memorable disasters, if you want, since probably the Dukic episode in the, in the 90s with Depor when they blew it on the last day. Um... I can't think of anything that would be as big a disaster as Atletico losing this league to, to, to a team no disrespect like Valladolid in the current form they've had based on the last 20 games that they've yeah. had it, it would I would be very very surprised if, if uh, Valladolid were to stay up between Wesker and Elche I don't know it's, um, I think for me for me Wesker are going to stay up I mean they're ahead of them now on, on the head to head but also they've the last two games they've won so they're, well, they're at home first of all against Valencia who have had their ups and downs as well, which we've talked about, but they've won their last two home games, 1-0 against Bilbao and Sociedad, who are strong teams as well, so they're building building a bit of form at home towards the end, and I think I think they will do enough to survive. Yeah. I don't know, what, what do you think? What do you think? I don't know. You know, I don't like to bet. You know, I don't like to bet. The, the only safe thing is that I think, I think I can honestly say, and this 
could well come back to bite me. I, I don't think uh, by the way they're going to win. I think that's probably the only thing I'm going to say. Yeah. I th- and I, I think it's, I think Atletico are, are going to win the league. Even but it's thing. just that it's, it's so difficult to tell with it, these other two, Elche and Wesker. Yeah, I mean, between Wesker and Elche, they're both both at home to difficult teams like Elche at home to Bilbao. That's another reason they won't. They, they're not going to. <laughs> they're not going to beat my boys. <laughs> but Wesker at home to Valencia, both two strong enough teams that have nothing to play for. So either could get a result out of it, but I think Wesker are going to, at the very least, get as good a result, if not better, than Elche. So for that reason they have them on the head to head I think they will stay up that's it well all the significant games taking place Saturday at 6 o'clock that's the time to get your television on um, it's been an absolute pleasure commenting La Liga with you this season likewise it's been it's great been, it's been emotional <laughs> it's been emotional we'll see what happens um, just this weekend but yeah I think this will probably be the, the last one of the season we'll maybe do something in the lead up to the to Euros or something like that but for this week that's all we've got time for um, we'd like to thank you for joining us as always and we'd like to remind you that over the summer uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Get Spanish Football News and you can also visit our website at Get Football News Spain for all the latest on what's happening in Spanish football thanks again Daniel thanks again to you at home for joining us and we'll see you again soon adios hasta luego